It's time for another episode of Squaring Up the Sharp. This is episode 10, and we are on to week 8 in the NFL. Uh, Got a good show for you here today, and uh, my name is Max Carroll. I am joined by my co-host, Austin Weinrich. How are you doing today, Austin? Bad, Max. (laughs) I see... Patriot defenders everywhere. You see ghosts. <laughs> you see, you see, in uh, in the spirit of Halloween, it was kind of fitting, right? Yeah. Wasn't it? Right? And we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, but uh, just a couple things before we get started here. Uh, Squaring up the sharp is presented by the Link. Make sure to check out their website, Link Sports, L-Y-N-Q Sports.com. A lot, everything's free on there, uh, opinion pieces, betting analysis, everything that you could ask for uh, related to sports, not just football. They got everything on there, uh, so make sure to check that out. Uh, we're going to do our regular show for you here today. We have a recap of week seven, and then we got a little interesting segment for you. Uh, we're going to talk about some some uh, coaches that might be on the hot seat, but put a little Halloween mm-hmm. spin on it, and then uh, get into our week eight picks uh, for uh, the NFL. So let's get started right off the bat. We have the Thursday night game, which was Chiefs Broncos. Not much to say about this. No, I mean the Mahomes injury is a big thing. It's yeah, take away from this game. And from from what I saw today, I, I could be wrong on this, but it looks like he's already kind of he's already throwing around. the ball. Yeah, so it's 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 a little bit. It looked a lot worse than it was yeah. the injury. Yeah, exactly. They're saying three weeks now. So three, yeah. I mean, and they can. I mean. Who was the backup? Matt Moore? Is that who was back in there? Yes. Um, he actually looked pretty good. And he's he did got, enough. <laughs> yeah, he's got, he's, he's got some weapons, so uh, they, they don't need him to do too much. But, um, yeah, the Broncos just look like, you know, they came out and scored that touchdown to, to start the game and then just had nothing. Died, yeah. yeah. Just had nothing, so. Typical Broncos um, offense, just can't get going. Yeah, and the the, uh, the line here was, uh, I think it was minus four and a half. Three and a half. Oh, it was minus three and a half? Yeah, you can't, I mean, you couldn't really go against that. You have our, our records here for uh, for week seven? Yeah, you went uh, 500 against, seven and seven. Okay. I ended up going eight and six. Okay, so. We both had a pretty good week. Yeah, uh, well, you know, you want to be above 500, obviously, but based on how the season has gone up until this <laughs> point, back-to-back 500 <laughs> weeks, you know, I'll, I'll take it. I'm trending in the right direction for the most part. But uh, we were both on KC that game. Yeah. Pretty easy pick, in my opinion. Um, next game, the uh, there were there were some blowouts this week, um, just some, some not very competitive games. And obviously the, the Thursday night game was one of them, and the Rams-Falcons – uh, just Falcons not even putting up a fight. No, nah, they're dead in the water. Yeah, thirty-seven ten was the final there. Um, I know Matt Ryan ended up being injured in the third quarter. I think it was, and after that, there was no chance in this game. Yeah, and they they would have lost even if he played the whole game <laughs> anyway. But uh, interesting stat here that it says the the Rams are six and zero coming from the West Coast into the Eastern Time Zone since Sean McVay took over, which is a pretty good stat because yeah. normally it's, you know, the other it's pretty, way around. pretty one-sided the other way. But, yeah, the Rams get back on the right track. Falcons just have – they just look just like they've given Lost, up pretty yeah. much. Defense is awful. That um, locker room is turned on. Yeah, and they, you know, they traded Sanu. Yeah. Um, what'd they get for him? Uh, a second-round pick, so which basically... That's, that's, to me, that's a great trade because... Uh, is he, <laughs> yeah, but it's a Patriots second-round pick, so it's basically, yeah, it's basically a third-rounder. Third, yeah, you're right. But uh, still, I mean, for uh, for a third-wide <laughs> receiver, um, 
Yeah. I guess for the Patriots, you kind of have. I mean, they, they got some injuries. Something. They needed somebody. So, and he's he's a mm-hmm. he's a productive player. So, uh, we'll see how that turns out. But yeah, just not very competitive. Uh, golf finally looked like the golf of last year, but. Um, let's see if they can keep it going. They gotta, they gotta catch up to the 49ers, and I, I don't know if that's gonna happen. Um, Bills, Dolphins, uh, Bills, uh, 31-21. They win that game to go to five and one. It's their best start since 2008. So it's been a while for them. But, yeah. Uh, what I took away from this game was basically uh, the Bills just couldn't get up for this game. They knew they were playing a horrible team, and. That's why the Dolphins stuck around. Yeah, and the spread was big. Uh, what was it? it? 17. I think we were both on the Bills here. Yeah. Um, the defense. I mean, the the Dolphins look better with Fitzpatrick. Oh, definitely. Uh, since he took over. And that, uh, what is that? I mean, to me, that says that maybe Rosen is just not very good. And it's still t- still yet to be seen. He's only been around for... Uh, this is second year. Second year. But, um, you know, at some point you want to see something from him. And, and when he was in there, they were just putting up nothing. And now they bring in Fitzpatrick, who's slinging the ball around, and they're putting up a couple points. So, uh, but yeah, Dolphins fall to zero and six. They might, I, they're going to go zero and sixteen, I think. Yeah, I would. Uh, honestly, it's hard I, to see them winning a game this year. Um, next game here, Jaguars went on the road into Cincinnati and beat the Bengals twenty-seven seventeen. Not saying much, but. Um, yeah, Jaguars honestly. get back on the right track a little bit after losing a couple games in a row. Um, it's hard to take away anything from games against the Dolphins and the Bengals. Yeah. You just um, want to look decent. You know, obviously going on the road in the NFL is never uh, an easy thing to do, but, um, you know, Minshew... Not even that impressive not impressive. Day. Kind of what we thought with Fournette, you know, they were just going to feed him the ball. And that's, you know, they ran the ball a lot more than they passed it, which is... You kind of mm-hmm. saw that coming, so. Um, and Andy Dalton just kind of... <laughs> looked horrible. <laughs> just looked, looked bad. Um, didn't even get anything going in garbage time, which he normally does. I think the last three drives, he threw three picks. on. on yeah, it was on, three straight picks. Three straight picks, <laughs> so um, good for him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Jaguars had to win this one if they wanted to kind of still be in the conversation for uh, playoffs in the division, So so they did what they had to do. But, um, yeah, the next one here, kind of a, a little bit of an exciting game. Vikings beat the Lions 42-30. They've been putting up some points. I mean, we were on Kirk Cousins, you know, giving him a hard time early in the year, but he's come on and played pretty well. Now he's the best-ranked quarterback Is in he? the NFL. Yeah. Wow, okay. So so he went from, from struggling a little bit to now, I think, over the last three, he's He's got 10 touchdowns and one pick. Um, but still, I kind of want to see, you know, when they're back in prime time playing a, you know, the, the the Lions have fallen off and they've struggled. They've had their two corners out for a little bit. And they just traded their safety, Quandry Diggs. Which is interesting. I, I wonder, maybe they're just kind of throwing it in and saying, yeah. you know, the Packers are 6-1, and one, the Vikings are 5-2. and two. We're not... Maybe this isn't our year. Yeah. So, I mean, the way it started off, you thought maybe they were going to be a surprise team but now they're kind of right back to where we were the big story here was marvin jones with his four receiving touchdowns just <laughs> ruining some fantasy uh everyone who didn't have marvin jones didn't place and then daily fantasy yeah. and you got killed in real fantasy if you yep. played against him yep that is the truth um but another another good offensive output for the vikings and uh you know as giants fans we'll see the lions this week and 
Uh, we'll see you know, what happens. I, I don't feel good about anybody the Giants play right now. So, uh, but we'll talk about that when the time comes. Uh, next game here, Packers uh, put up some points against the Raiders this week, 42-24. They win it in Lambeau. Um, the turning point, obviously, was that car where he th- I don't know why they didn't hand the ball off to Josh Jacobs on the one. Instead, they roll car oh, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just threw the ball out of bounds. Yeah. <laughs> and it became that. a touchback, and it just turned the whole game. I mean, you see, unless you have the strongest mm-hmm. hands in the world... If you're diving and you just reach the ball out and somebody hits you, the ball's going to come loose. So you see that happen a lot. Um, but, yeah, that kind of turned the game because that would have – I think that would have tied the game at or that at least point, made it a one-score yeah. game. And, everything, yeah, like you said, everything just went downhill from there. So um, tough loss for the Raiders, but Packers go to 6-1. and one. And Aaron Rodgers basically played a perfect game. Yeah, well, he did, didn't he? he <laughs> yeah. Had a perfect passer rating, five touchdowns. One rushing. One rushing, just – you know, that was another guy. Him and Marvin Jones, if you had them on the same team, they put up over 100 points combined, I think. So, um, if you did, then good for you. Um, next game here, AFC South matchup. Uh, the Colts train just keeps rolling, baby. Yeah, 30-23, to Brissett with four touchdowns. Um, I was a little bit surprised that the Texans weren't able to put up a little bit more of a fight offensively, only putting up 23 points here. Yeah, they were back to their old ways of letting Watson get hit. Yeah. And that seems yeah. to be the issue. When they can't protect Watson, or Watson holds onto the ball too long, uh, they seem to struggle on offense. And another injury... To Will uh, Fuller. Yeah. Jeez, what correct. was it, a hamstring? Yeah. It's every year. <laughs> every year. Every year now. Can't stay healthy. Um, they get Kenny Stills back, and then <laughs> Will Fuller, Fuller just goes, goes right down. So... Um, yeah, Deshaun Watson struggled. Two picks. They couldn't run the ball. Uh, the Colts, on the other hand, basically just made no mistakes. Um, T.Y. Hilton had his typical game that he has against the the Texans. He just owns this team. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Brissett just kind of, you know. T.Y. Like Hilton said, in a dome is such a different receiver. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to say Brissett, you know, surprised people because he's play, he's been playing well, but that was just he do, he went above and beyond this game. Um, and big win for the Colts. They take over first in the AFC South. Uh, and that's – I have just have a – these teams are going to go back and forth. It's going to come down to, you know, 9-7 and seven could win the division and, you know, whoever gets to 9 Yeah, the AFC gonna, South is always a 9-7 and seven team. Yeah. Um, so um, that, that'll be a, a good – kind of battle to keep an eye on going forward and if the Jaguars can get into the mix then you know it'll be interesting but um, next game here you know just tough tough game as a Giants fan uh, losing at home to the Cardinals 27-21 couldn't put up you know couldn't do anything offensively Daniel Jones looked like he was a, holding he, on to the ball yeah. too long he was doubting himself double clutching the ball and it led to a lot of sacks if you told me that they were going to come into this game and, and Kyler Murray was going to throw for 104 yards, I'd say... Oh, the Giants win this wow, game. Wow, okay. The, the Giants secondary did a great job, obviously. But they didn't even need to pass the ball because they just did whatever they wanted on the ground. Um, Chase Edmonds, <laughs> another guy, you know... That's a running back who came from Fordham, drafted last year. And yeah. you're going to give up 126 yards to him. And we kind of talked about this. I mean, David Johnson rushes one mm-hmm. time, and then they... Mysteriously can't play the rest of the game. Yeah, which they didn't need him, mm-hmm. obviously, because Chase Edmonds, you know, had the game of his life. But 
Um, yeah, I mean, Daniel, when you look at the stat line from Daniel Jones, it doesn't look terrible. But just watching the game, he made some some pretty bad throws. Um, and that's really not what you want to see. Some of the play calling, I mean, I know we tweeted out. Oh, yeah. You, I mean, what was it, third and 15? Third and 18 with, I was like two minutes left in the fourth quarter, like 250. And, oh, let's run a draw to Saquon Barkley. Yeah, and it was a one-score mm-hmm. game at that point, right? Yeah. Was it a one-score game? I think it was 24... 24-21. Uh, okay. Yeah, so that that was something... That, you and know, then yeah. they went for it on fourth down, which is the worst thing they could have done. Yeah, there was... If you're giving up on the drive, just punt the ball. Because the Cardinals ended up going three and out. They kick a field goal because they're already in field goal range because you turned it over on your 22. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's something where if you're... If it's third and 10... And you want to run a draw? Yeah. Then that's and you're and you're going for it on fourth down. That's fine. Or run a run play, something, pick up four or five yards, and then fourth and five, a lot more manageable. But on third and eighteen, and you gain three yards on a draw. If you already decided in your head that you're going for it, and I know they said apparently Daniel Jones checked to it. It was an audible. But why even make mm-hmm. it an audible? Why even say, hey, you can mm-hmm. check to this if it's there? No. You got to get half the yardage at least. Why not run a screen if you're going to do that, then? You might as well yeah. at that point. I'd rather give Barkley the ball like that instead of a draw. Yeah, because Barkley had a, you know, for the for the carries that he got, you know, 18 carries, 72 yards, and a touchdown. You know, in a different game, I mean, he's getting the ball more, and those are those are some good I don't numbers, think he was a fully healthy, though. No, but he still game. looked good. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, you, like, you couldn't really tell if you didn't know, and... Um, you know, you look at the numbers, and, and you know the the Giants actually out. This was just a, an offensive game that you know was just a slog basically. But Arizona only gets 245 yards of total offense. And again, if you tell me before the game Arizona is going to have less than 250 mm-hmm. yards of total offense, I'd say uh, Giants maybe give up seven, ten points, but they give up 27 because they couldn't move the ball offensively, and they're giving them short fields. But yeah, it was tough to watch as a Giants fan. Doesn't make me feel good going mm-hmm. forward. You know, you had some hope. Yeah. And then it just gets pulled from you because of just some shoddy coaching a little bit. Oh, but, yeah, there's some bad decisions. Um, next game here, not going to spend too much time on this. This was just a, a mess of a game. 49ers win on the road in Washington 9 nothing. Uh, what's your what's your takeaway from this game? Because I have a takeaway. Oh, yeah? And... That FedEx field sucks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't know how you can be an NFL team and have a field that literally when floods. it rains, you just can't. It know. rained a lot. I'll give them that, but there's no like drainage system. It didn't look like no. And when, it's one of the few stadiums with natural grass too. When when you have, I forget who it was. I think it was Bosa chasing after the quarterback, and he tripped. And then he slides. This was the middle of the game, and he literally goes probably 15 <laughs> yards. You know, full speed. He was at, He actually was. Ch- he chased mm-hmm. the quarterback, and then he trips, and he's sliding on his stomach. But he's actually he actually sped up, like he was <laughs> catching the quarterback. And you're watching that, and you're just like, all right. I mean, uh, we both had the forty nine. What was the spread here? It was ten and a half. Ten and a half, and they 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 get nine. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Redskins would have scored anyway, but. but 
the 49ers would have probably put up more points and that you know I think they were just trying to get out of there healthy yeah and uh, I, I believe they did that nine nothing I mean 49ers defense you know you talk about best defenses you're talking about the 49ers and the Patriots pretty much those are the two teams yeah, I would that, agree with you. and they're both undefeated which goes to show <laughs> you that defense can still you know especially as much as the, everyone complains that this is an offensive league yeah defense you still need defense and uh, I mean you look at the mm-hmm. Browns and that's a prime example they their defense sucks they've got all the offensive weapons mm-hmm. in the world but can't figure it out so um Next game here, uh, two teams that just really needed a win. Uh, Titans win at home against the Chargers, 23-20. Uh, is it safe to say that Vrabel should have been starting Tannehill maybe a few <laughs> weeks ago because he comes in and actually puts up some passing yards, probably more passing yards in this game than Mariota had the three combined. Uh you know, when you when something like this happens, it just makes you wonder. Like, why why wasn't this decision made earlier? I don't know. I don't know if it was the loyalty to Mariota because he's been around. His first round pick, but what, Tannehill was a first round pick. Yes, he was. And uh, you know, I I don't know what to make of the Chargers. I uh, mean, how many times are you gonna watch a game where somehow the Chargers lose on the last drive of the game? Yeah, and I, I don't know if it was bad spotting, but. Because it showed that the Chargers scored twice, and then they reviewed it twice. So there was like 10 minutes of review for the last 30 seconds of the game. And then Melvin Gordon ended up fumbling. Yeah. (laughs) Has anyone else cost himself more money than Melvin Gordon by coming back? You can't really make (laughs) it up. I mean, like you said, the Chargers continue to lose this way. They're just a mess. Um, You know, and the Titans kind of went against what they normally I mean Derrick Henry still got his carries and had a, had a pretty good game on the ground but now you add in the fact that they can actually throw the ball a little bit so maybe they're not facing nine men boxes exactly and uh, you know they look they looked pretty good so uh, I'm interested to see how how this story plays out as the season goes on because if, if they keep Tannehill in there you know maybe they can make a little run yeah and you know three and four you know, a couple game and a half behind the Colts right now. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. Um, next game here, Saints beat the Bears 36-25 at, Shul- at Soldier Field. Uh, so Bridgewater continues to win with Breeze on the bench right now or because of the injury. And uh, I don't know. If I was the Bears, I think it's time to panic. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a little concerned with the Bears. Uh, they got to get hot quick. Yeah, they had a they had that stretch where the defense just played out of its mind, but the offense, I mean, uh, Trubisky's have, numbers are going to be skewed a little bit because he had to throw fifty four <laughs> times. If you're the Bears and Trubisky has to throw mm-hmm. fifty four times, you already lost the game. Like that's just look at those carry numbers. How? Oh yeah. What is this? I I don't. So is six, this right? Uh, seven. Yeah, it's seven carries to fifty four passes. <laughs> Trubisky threw it 54 times, but only threw for 250. I think Matt Nagy might uh, need to relook at that and say, what the hell's going on? That's five yards an attempt. That's, like, unheard of in today's NFL. I don't even know how you you can't even attempt to run the ball anymore. I think they got down early. No. no. I mean, they didn't. I mean, <laughs> at halftime, it was 12-10. So I'm not, I, you know, the whole 
it, it was confusing. If you look at this, you're like, holy shit, they were down. They must have been down by three scores at halftime. Immediately. Just had to throw. No. <laughs> they were down 12 to 10. And you, you can't even run the ball. No. The score looks a lot closer than the game really was. It was a lot of garbage time for Trubisky to pump up those yeah, numbers. Yeah, fourth quarter. I mean... Um, Against the Saints backups. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Michael Thomas did his thing for the Saints. Latavius Murray had a game with Kamara out, and Bridgewater just did his normal thing. He came in and uh, managed the game and, and, and made some good throws. So, I mean, the Saints just continued to do their thing, which, you know, Breeze is coming back. You're not going to tell Breeze he's he's going to be on the no. back. I mean, he's going to come back and play. If anything, I would call up some teams and say, do you want Teddy Bridgewater? Give us your yeah. next two first round Which picks. he he's not under contract for next year, correct? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure he is. Oh, he is. Okay, so you know maybe that's something they want to hold on to because they've he obviously <laughs> showed that he can still play, but they might be able to get uh, a pretty nice payout for yeah. him. Um, a couple more games here. Uh, the last four o'clock game was the Ravens uh, going on the road and beating the Seahawks thirty to sixteen. This this game kind of surprised me because Russell Wilson did not play well. And coming in, the Ravens' defense was having some issues. But they did just trade for Marcus Peters, and he made an immediate impact, the pick six. Yeah, which typical Marcus mm-hmm. Peters, uh, he's all-or-nothing type guy. Um, either he's going to pick it off and return it for a touchdown, or he'll mm-hmm. get burnt for a touchdown. Um, but Lamar Jackson, 14 carries, 116 yards, and a touchdown. Um, I mean, what can you really say about him? You don't, you know... Passing-wise, he only threw for 140, but they didn't, you know, the, the, the way the game flowed, it was actually tied at halftime, but, you know, Russell Wilson just, just had some, some trouble in this game. He was actually under 50%. I don't know when the last time that happened was. No. Mm. But he was picked off for the first time this year. Um, so the, the, uh, the Seahawks kind of came back down to earth, which is unfortunate because... Well, unfortunate for them because the 49ers won, won and so now I think they're uh, should be a two game or one and a half because 49ers had a bye. So 49ers six and zero, Seahawks five and two. So um, you know they lose a they lose a full game there in the standings, but I expect them to bounce back. Just you know we kind of talked about it. Seattle's home field advantage isn't the way it used, that to, it be. used to be, and. Um, I actually, I actually took Baltimore here. Yeah, I picked Seattle, um, which I, I don't remember picking. <laughs> I don't remember picking that to be honest, but uh, I guess I had a, I had a good reason for it. Um, get to the Sunday night game here. The Cowboys just, you know, the la- the primetime games this week were not very good. Um, no, the Cowboys game was at, over after the first quarter. Honestly. Yeah, when you look at the Chiefs on Thursday night, Cowboys Sunday night, and Patriots. Monday night, what is it? Uh, 30 plus 70, 100 to 10, 100 to 16 was the uh, the total for the, the winning teams. Um, that's just sad. But Cowboys just, you know, where where has this been, you know, the last couple weeks? Um, this three-game losing streak they had comes to an end with a big-time division win. And, you know, I heard some stuff about, you know, during the week about how Carson Wentz was – you know, he should be included in the MVP voting and things like that. And I was kind of laughing. I'm like, well, this is a 3-3 three and three team. You know, I don't know how you can say that, but... No, uh, there's starting to be some rumblings in the Eagles locker room. Yeah, and, you know, you can 
they, they just seem a little off. Like they, the 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 defense isn't isn't playing well. The offense in this game didn't play well. Um, I don't just, know. If I'm the Eagles, I don't know how you don't go out and get a cornerback. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because they were in the. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you could say they were in the Jalen Jalen Ramsey sweepstakes, but I heard they definitely offered. Obviously. I mean, Jalen Ramsey ended up getting... <laughs> they ended up getting two first-round picks and... I think they were outbidding yeah. Jalen Ramsey, but you don't go after Marcus Peters, you can't offer. Yeah, uh, Marcus Peters, what did he get uh, coming back? I think he got, what, a th- like a third and a fifth or something like that for Yeah, Peters? something like that. I'm looking um, up right now. Which, that's definitely doable when you need help in the secondary and you're trying to make a run, but... You're one of the worst. I think they're like 28th in the league against the pass. Yeah, and... This division is very winnable, right? The Cowboys lead the division at 4-3. and three. That's why as Giants fans, we were thinking, hey, we get a win at home against the Cardinals, and we're right there. Game out, you know, basically halfway through the year. If you had told me that before the season started, I'd sign up for that right now. Um, but, I mean, the Cowboys were able to run the ball. I think they ran for over 200 yards in this one, uh, 189 on the ground. So that's what they want to do. They want to pound the ball with Elliott. And Pollard and and uh, use that offensive line for what they do best, and that's run the football. And they hadn't been able to the last few weeks because they've been down. You know, Jets they were down 24-6 or 21-6. They had to start throwing the ball, so that's not really the game they want to play. But big win for Dallas division game. Um, so we'll see if they can keep it rolling. Last game here. Are you looking up the? Uh, yeah, the trade? it was a fourth round pick. That's and it. And a second round pick in okay, 2019. Okay, second and fourth. Okay. I mean, that's something that you know, <laughs> if you're a team in the in the hunt, yeah, you, know, you you know, you you make that trade because you you're expecting to be on the back end of the second round. Yeah. Um so that, that that's something that you know, I'm sure Eagles fans are a little <laughs> disappointed with that, but um last game here on Monday night you know, about after the first quarter, you could pretty much walk away from this one. Um, I mean, there were ghosts out. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, what do you make of that? I mean. That comment. I, I like it that they showed it. I know people are saying it gives them a competitive advantage. Gives the Patriots? Yeah. Because yeah, someone's I mean, obviously watching that broadcast. Well, oh, they, well, I wasn't aware. They showed it during the game? Yeah. That, okay. that was stated on the broadcast. Well, I, I don't, uh, you know, I, it, as a fan, yeah. Um, I like that they actually showed something, like. Yeah. Uh, it's I, whatever. You had a bad game. You know, I honestly, I, I watched the Monday Night Football game on mute, so uh, <laughs> that's probably why I didn't, I didn't hear it. I can't listen to the, to, to, to those guys, but um, I, as a fan, it's nice to have that insight. As a, as a player, you know, if I was Darnold, I'd be like, you know, if I'm ever, I'm not saying anything ever again because, yeah, somebody's watching that. You know that somebody from the Patriots is watching it. Yeah. Pro- and and you saw in the, you know, I don't know when it happened, but you saw Belichick pull everybody in at one point, and maybe he said, you know, maybe he said something about. He did it. have a sly little smirk. Yeah, he said, "Hey, we're, uh, you know, we've got 13 guys on the field because we got two ghosts helping us out." But, you know, obviously you could tell that. Darnold just had no idea what was going on. Uh, I actually watched it with a, a friend of ours who's a Jets fan, and he's probably the most positive Jets fan that you'll ever meet in your life. But sitting there watching this with him, 
he had no clue what was happening. He's like, what, <laughs> you know, what, what am I watching here? I don't actually think it's that big of a deal, the statement. It's, he had such a shitty game. <laughs> it was awful. Uh, but it's one game. The problem is that that quote will always be used against him in the New York media. Yeah, I know that... Other players will use it against him during the game. Yeah. No, that's that's definitely going to be the case. And I know the New York media here was kind of ripping mm. them apart. Um, you know, but the Patriots' defense is... I, I, I don't remember the last time I saw something like this, to be honest. They might be the best fantasy football player. <laughs> I think they're in the top five I know. right now. That's insane. Um, Darnold ended up thrown for 86 yards and four picks so that just shows you you know the type mm-hmm. of game that he had and if you watched it some of the throws that he was making were just you know you just scratched your head and <laughs> said what you know what is he seeing um and he told you what he was seeing so uh new england just keeps rolling 33 nothing before this game they were averaging giving up eight points a game <laughs> they actually decreased it <laughs> and that was through six so they had given up 40 so so through seven games now they've given up 48 points it's almost a little less than seven points a game i mean it is possible that they could <laughs> give up less than 100 points for the season which at the halfway <laughs> i know their schedule finally gets a little tougher I mean, they still play the Dolphins again. They How does the NFL let that I, I don't know, happen? but I, we kind of talked about it beforehand, and we'll get to it. There are there were three double-digit spreads last week, and there's four this week. So, uh, you know. You, there seems to be no parity in the NFL anymore. Yeah, which is kind of be weird. be a big because, concern. Yeah, that's normally, there is, that's what you <laughs> say about it. The NFL is so great because there's parity. You don't know who's going to win on any given Sunday. And now we're in a position where we're looking at... Vegas has to create these insane lines to get people to gamble on yeah, some of these teams. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but that finishes up for week seven. So let's do our little segment that we're going to do with our uh, little co- <laughs> coaches in the oven type thing, if yeah. you want to call it that, in the uh, spirit of... You know, I love pie. I know you don't, but I love pumpkin pie. Got to preheat the oven to about <laughs> 425 or so. So we got some coaches mm-hmm. that are that have been cooking in there for too long, and we'll uh, we'll touch on some of them here. So so why don't you you throw out the first one here? All right, this is like let's um, start let's start from we're starting from the bottom. Yeah, we're, we're gonna preheat the, preheating before, yeah, the oven. Okay, preheating the oven. All right. You know, we we set it to 350. We had the start, and we walked away, and we're gonna wait till that oven beeps. But I think Adam Gase is on. You know, he's. Not on the hot seat yet, but it's starting to warm up a little so bit. So everything's prepped. Yeah. The pie's and made. The, the, we're about to put it in the we're oven. We're just not sure if we're putting it in the oven yeah. yet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I agree. I think the way Gase has handled the first half of this season pretty much, or first six games, uh, it just seems like he doesn't really have a good grasp on, on what's happening. And a lot of people were excited for this game, and they were just not prepared. Mm-hmm. They were not prepared offensively, and that's his calling card, the offense. All right. There's also a lot of off-the-field issues we haven't been talking about. I, I don't think it's big news around the NFL, but they're going through some weird like litigation with their left tackle. And that's why he wasn't playing yeah. in this game, right? That, Where yeah. the Jets are saying, no, he has to play, but independent doctors are saying, no, you need surgery. And the Jets won't pay for the surgery or something. They're saying, no, he should mm-hmm. be playing. 
and they're finding him, which doesn't make you look good in front of the team. Yeah. I know he's got issues with Le'Veon Bell. Oh, I, I wasn't aware of that, but... Oh, oh, oh Gase yeah, yeah, wants yeah, to trade okay. Le'Veon Bell. I thought you meant the left tackle. Yeah. I was no. like, that's, that's, you don't really hear that too mm-hmm. often, but... And Jamal Adams is starting to speak up a little bit more. Yeah, he's always been kind of outspoken, mm-hmm. but normally when he when he speaks, it's not like a positive mm-hmm. thing, uh, just from from what I've seen. But uh, yeah, I agree. I think and the New York media will never help you. No, no, <laughs> they'll they'll jump on you right away. But I mean, just the whole I, the whole thing with not getting a quarterback, you know, you kind of. He's basically the GM right now. He won the battle with the GM. Yeah, and the GM is the guy that he wanted. Um, So, yeah, I mean, the the way I see it is this has been a lost year when it it was supposed to be, you know, a step in the right direction, and they've gone backwards, which is a tough thing to say. And my question is, what happens if Gase decides he doesn't want Darnold? I... Yeah, I think at this I, the, because at first, he's going to lose that battle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll he'll lose that. But I don't know how he would be able to. I don't know how he could say that when he's <laughs> the one. Like he he was brought in to train Donald. Yeah, and it's his responsibility. Donald played mm-hmm. great when the, the game against the Cowboys, and that's why everyone mm-hmm. was so excited coming into this game. Hey, mm-hmm. Patriots defense is good, but. The Jets are back on track. They get the win. They, Darnold looks great. They're healthy. All this stuff. And then they go out mm-hmm. and throw out a dud like this. And the only thing you can say is that just they just weren't prepared. Um, you know, playing mm-hmm. playing against the Patriots, you're always kind of behind from the start because they're the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, at least over the last <laughs> two decades. But um, they just showed nothing in this game. It, it, was, it was just really tough to watch. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, first year. Nothing. Yeah, nothing that's to go why I'm crazy about. But I don't think anything is going to happen immediately. But if they if they bottom out and it's going to get old quick. Yeah. So so the the, the pie sitting there. Uh, you know the oven's ready to go. We're just not sure if we're putting the pie in the oven yet. So <laughs> next one here, what do you got? Uh, I put the Dolphins and the Bengals in this situation just because I know they're rookie head coaches. But if you go zero and sixteen, yeah. Yeah, I. Uh, if I was an owner, I would definitely consider saying, uh, "No." <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. need a Hugh Jackson on my hands. I mean, you look at it and you could say, "All right, yeah, like you said, they're rookie head coaches. So, how much of it is the fault of the GM? <laughs> Did they bring in the right people? Did they make the right personnel decisions?" I mean, we know the Dolphins are obviously tanking, but well, isn't Mar- isn't Marino part of the? picture there didn't they bring him in to <laughs> you know i don't know maybe it was a publicity stunt yeah to try to get people in, in seats, name but um yeah i mean you also have to look at the gm and say all right is the gm gonna go before the coach but that brings up some stuff because if you bring and in the GM, gm wants yeah. to bring in their own guy yeah so that's why i'd be worried about i mean these were both you know zach taylor and brian flores mm-hmm. the, you know coming over from the patriots which we've seen this before mm-hmm. with patriot coaches you know, the Belichick tree isn't that great. No, it's actually not. So, and then Zach Taylor came from... The Sean McVay coaching Sean tree. McVay, Jay Gruden, you know, <laughs> uh, camp there. But, uh, you know, the uh, the whole idea of bringing in, like, the hot offensive... Mm-hmm. Cor- the, the hot coordinator, whichever side of the ball they're on, uh, it doesn't always go, 
You know, people looked at <laughs> how the Rams did with Sean McVay bringing him in, and they were like, oh, maybe we got to go that route, bring in that young, energetic guy. But sometimes it just doesn't work out. And both these teams just look disgusting. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. They're not even playing competitively. Yeah. Uh, the Bengals, too. I will give the Bengals that. They have. They, they, yeah. I mean, the first week they, you know. They, they kept it they, close they, with Seattle. Yeah. And then they had some games where they just looked mm-hmm. terrible. But that's the thing. Like, as, as a coach, you can sit on that and say, listen, we don't have the mm-hmm. players, but we're competitive. That that shows that you can coach. Like, that, you know, you're getting the most out of your guys, even though there's not that much <laughs> to get. Um, the Dolphins. Of you know, last couple games they've looked okay. Fitzpatrick's in there, but then that's another thing. Why did it take so long for you to make? He keeps going back and forth. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So you have them. What you have them? I'm preheating the oven with them. So they're with the Jets. Yeah. Little, okay. They're in the so same they, category as the Jets. Okay. So they, you know, they're getting pretty close. They're, they're, they're inching towards... I would uh, say if you're 0-16, you should definitely be on the hot seat. I don't care how many excuses you have. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. But uh, I'm getting a little hungry now, so <laughs> I want I want some pie. What Which teams are we kind of putting in the oven here? Uh, I'd say, you know, we got the oven about 350 right now. We're going to throw that pie in. Going to throw it in? I have the Chargers. I know you didn't agree with me on this one. Uh, well, the only reason I didn't agree is because of what they did last year. Um, you know, what did they go last year? Twelve and four. Yes, they did. They went twelve and four. So, uh, but uh, to me, there's really no excuse. Every week you're losing close games. Yeah, and that he's only twenty four and eighteen as a head coach, which it is a winning record. But I mean, last year obviously is a big reason why they would go twelve and four last year. So you take that out, and then what? They're uh, twelve and. 12 and 14. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's that's not very good. But, you know, this was the year where you thought, all right, maybe they're going to dethrone the, the, the win- Chiefs. The window's closing quick for them. Yeah, and they don't really have a backup plan because mm-hmm. they don't have uh, they don't have a, a guy a to replace Rivers. On the roster right now. And, you know, maybe it's in their best interest to kind of be at the top of the draft because you do have some mm-hmm. quarterbacks. But... You know, if that happens, you know, with the Dolphins and the Bengals, they might not even get one of those top guys. Because there are other teams that are so bad. <laughs> there are other teams that are so much worse. And you brought it up. I mean, the whole Melvin Gordon thing obviously doesn't help. Um, you know, and at some point, you know, Philip Rivers is a fiery guy. He's an outspoken guy. What At what point are, are they going to start to look at the head coach and say... You know, we need of, a change. Yeah, we're gonna, you're losing the locker room. I mean, like, my opinion's always been... I don't know if they're going to draft a quarterback, but let's say they get in the top 10 and they do decide to draft a quarterback. I think you have to bring in an offensive mind right away for that quarterback. Yeah. No defensive-minded coaches. Somebody to somebody yeah. to groom him a little bit. Or at least a head coach that's comfortable with letting his subordinates yeah, handle. handle things. If you're going to bring in a, a guy that's going to kind of take control of the whole thing then that's a little bit tougher but you want that guy that's going to come in you know Peyton Manning everyone says oh Adam Gase he, he groomed mm-hmm. Peyton Manning or whatever which you know Peyton mm-hmm. Manning I think just groomed himself <laughs> but you know you have that guy that sticks with you and is the constant you know as you have your your early, you know your rookie sophomore seasons where you know you're going to struggle a little bit it's important um but yeah, the Chargers. You had uh, another team with the Chargers here. I have the Browns. The Browns. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's actually a little bit worse for the Browns. 
Um, oh, you're gonna bump them up I a little bit more. I think they're. I think they've been in the oven for a little bit here. <laughs> um, getting that golden brown crust. They get yeah. They're getting a little. Uh, you know, it's not ready to come out just yet, but it's getting it's getting pretty close. I oh, mean, I'm getting I am getting hungry. I'm not lying. I'm getting hungry. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Browns they, with the rookie head coach. You know, it's hard. There are a lot of rookie head coaches, so it's hard to mm-hmm. judge them because they haven't been around that long. But, but the hype was so real with them. Yeah, yeah, and you got to wonder what what the problem is. I mean, the, the offense hasn't been good. The defense hasn't been good. They can't put it all together. Um, you know, where I'm not. I, I don't even think Freddie Kitchens was the right guy. No, well, that's the thing. It's you also got OBJ and Mayfield talking about outspoken players. If one yeah. of them blows up and says, "This is ridiculous," that's all it takes. Yeah, that's all it takes. Justina Anderson's going to start creeping in that locker room, gonna, start releasing reports. You're going to see a little <laughs> Wayne on the sideline for one of their games. Uh, the you know Odell's going to get married to the uh, mm-hmm. to the kicking net. You're going to see all that. Is there another reporter that's been like a harbinger of death like Jocena Anderson? I've never heard her give like a good report. It's always like, oh, this player's disgruntled. Yeah, they, they always put her on the negative yeah. stuff. I don't know. I don't know. It's a good I, question. Are players just more comfortable with her? May, you know, that, that might be the case. Um, but it's coming sooner rather than later. That's <laughs> for sure. They had the bye this week, right? So they have some time to figure it out. If they come out of the bye and have the same issues... If they have a dud... Then we're really talking about, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have to do this again for Thanksgiving <laughs> when we're talking about some, some other, you know, throw a turkey in there or something because, uh, you know, if you ever deep fry a turkey and screw it up, that's that's <laughs> that's what you might be looking at when, you know, it will come Thanksgiving. But, um, yeah, I agree. Uh, the Browns are minimum, you know basically you're in the process of, of inserting it into the oven so um what's the next the uh the crust is just about golden brown we're about to take it out the giants the giants pat okay. Shermer. yeah obviously we're going to be a little bit more critical because of our our fandom but he's 17 and 13 39 as a head coach oh, overall yeah overall <laughs> you know one of the when he came in here you look at his coaching career, and he coached the Browns, right? Yeah, so you give him a little pass. He was pass like the on. last guy to win, you know, <laughs> more than four games with the Browns. I think he went 5-11 and 11 in his best yeah. year with the Browns. And I was actually like, okay, he, you know, the Browns were have been awful. He won five games. You know, maybe he just had a bad team, and and now we can, you know, look, look forward to something here. But some of the decisions have just been... I, you know, it's they're mind-boggling. Yeah, it's been it's been a little bit tough to watch. I mean, and the way he handled it last year uh, with with OBJ and and all that oh, craziness that was going on and the stuff, you know, I, it's. I just mean, everyone knows the officials are not reversing any pass interference calls. Yet every week he throws a flag, a challenge flag to try to win a pass interference call that they got wrong. doesn't yeah. matter if they're 100% right and he's in the right, but they're still not changing their call and he blows a challenge and wastes a timeout every yeah. week. I don't know what the percentage is, but I think it's... It's close. down it's, to like 9%. Yeah, it's under 10%. Yeah. I, think, I think you're right. I think it's 9 or something like that. But um, yeah, I mean, and just the time management in general, just 
the amount of delay of games the Giants get is insane. Pre-snap penalties, like that just shows you that they're not a disciplined team. And the only thing that you mm-hmm. can do about that is look at the coaching staff. That's like, like that's the one, like not the one mm-hmm. thing, but that's the thing that you can look at and say, all right, these guys are just, they're just not disciplined. And when it happens, you know, you have one player that's not disciplined, like you can tell. But as a unit, um, it just it just hasn't looked good. And I think the two games, you know, maybe we're a little bit biased because the two games that they won when Daniel Jones took over, you know, we got excited. They beat the Redskins. Who they beat the garbage. Redskins and... They lucked out and the Bucks missed a field goal. And the Bucks, <laughs> yes. So now you're looking at them and saying, all right, maybe this is just the team that they are. And they're starting to get, you know, you always regress back to the to the mean. So maybe this is just where they where they were going to be. They're going to be a 10-11 loss team. And that's kind of what we expected coming in. But that doesn't excuse some of the bad coaching decisions. Yeah. A third and 15 run. Yeah. It's hard to get over that. And that's I think that's part of the reason why you have them where you have them. Yeah, this is definitely one of the reasons <laughs> because that's gone around all the New York media, all the sports talk radio. Why are the Giants running this? Yeah, ball. It doesn't make any sense to anyone. And he's like, oh, I got to coach better. Don't yeah. you love hearing that from a head coach uh, in yeah. his post game interview? You should never be. We all got to be better. I got to coach better. Mm. If you're leaving <laughs> a game and you're saying you got, I mean, to me, that's something wrong. You're never gonna have your best, like. You're going to have bad games as a coach, but it just seems like that's... that's it's consistently. Like, yeah, that, and when it's consistently something that you're saying, that's where that's where the problem is. So, yes, uh, it's almost to the point where, you know, if you don't take them out soon, they're going to start... It's going to start to burn, yeah. and then your pie is going to be ruined, and... Uh, this gets to our next team, I think. This is... Should be a no-brain. Like you, I got drunk... And I forgot I was baking a, a pie, <laughs> and now the whole house is burning. The stove is literally on Everything fire. Everything's done. You, <laughs> I've you lost better the have kitchen. good insurance. <laughs> Just get. You, hope you have good insurance. But uh, yeah, what what do you got for this? Uh, Dan Quinn. Yeah, Dan Quinn. Yep. How does he still have a job? I've been trying to figure out an answer to this question for a while, and I don't have an answer. I've been calling every week. This is the week he gets fired. They have given up. <laughs> the team has given up. You can obviously see that they're trading. They start, you know, when you start trading guys away that are good players that can help you, that's <laughs> that's the the red flag. That's uh, it's. How has it not happened? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Do you have any idea why this has not happened? I couldn't tell you. I know the owner finally came out and said, oh, we're evaluating everyone on the team now. Which is saying, yeah, he's getting fired. It's just, when I give someone, a, I don't know what their coordinators are, so I don't know who would even take over, to be honest with you. For the past two years... They went 7-9 and nine in 18, which everyone will say, that's a disappointing year. Yeah. And then they're one in six this year. One of the worst defenses in the NFL well, that's every the thing. year. That's the thing that gets me is that this guy was a def- he he's a defensive guy came over from Seattle, had a had a this pedigree of you know and and he and for the most part I mean up until the last two years it, you know it was decent it was, it was good, good enough yeah it was good they played fast they tackled well but you know again since the Super Bowl meltdown. That's the thing. I think it's just bad juju in that organization that 
They Sometimes just you seem to start over. Yeah, they just can't seem mm-hmm. to get over it. And he's another guy where he just makes these time management decisions, and it just makes it seem like they like some some guys. It just seems like they don't have a clue about what's going on. Like or when to call a timeout. Yeah, and that's like. It just it's mind boggling to me that these are these are things like the 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 devil's in the details. You need as a head coach, you have to understand when you when you have to do certain things, and when you're watching certain guys, i.e., Pat Shermer and Dan Quinn, it just seems like they have no clue. What's going on? And some of this stuff is so obvious. You're sitting there watching. You're like, why are you? Why are you not doing this? And I know it's easy to be a, a you know, a, a, what do they call it when you're? I guess a backseat quarterback, yeah, a Monday or, morning quarterback, a, a couch court, you know, yeah. uh, whatever, armchair quarterback. Uh, but that stuff shouldn't really be happening. And then on top of that, they come out. You know, in Shermer's case, comes out and says, "Yeah, I, uh, I have to coach better." It's like, all right, yeah, we know that. What, what else you got? You know. Yeah. But yeah, I, Dan. They, you know, this the the Falcons. You know, what what do they play in? They play in the play in the, the Mercedes Dome or whatever. Yeah, the Mercedes Benz Dome. It's it's burning right now. The, <laughs> ha- the house is burning, and uh, no, that was fun. Are right? they? I don't know. I no, think no, no, that's they, the they have the, Yeah, but they. I think they have the same name actually. No, no way. I, I think so. I think Mercedes <laughs> is the sponsor of each uh, stadium. Okay. But. Um, I mean, yeah, I, 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 that that was fun. I like that. I like that segment. The only problem is it just kind of just makes now, you mad. Now I want to eat. I want to eat something. <laughs> it makes me mad. Yeah. Well, yeah, it makes me mad. Uh, I know you don't like pumpkin pie, but I do. So. Uh, yeah, that's our Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Yeah, Mercedes-Benz Mercedes Stadium and the the Saints is the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. That's insane. I so, never even knew that. Yeah. <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> Um, you gotta call it. You gotta call it something different. And you just change stadium and super and interchange stadium and Superdome. But um, yeah, so that's uh, that's our little uh, segment for coaches on the hot seat. Um, let's get into uh, week eight here. Week eight, and we'll uh, we'll do like we always do. We'll go down the slate and give you our picks. And you know, both of us have been right around five hundred last couple weeks. Yep. Um, so. You know, let's uh, let's keep it that way. Let's keep it. Let's let's improve and uh, win a little bit of money this week. Um, I know you're still your your record on the season. You're you're what four or five games over five hundred. Yeah, I'm year, four so. games over five hundred. Okay, so uh, I don't even want to know what mine is, but let's get to uh, Thursday night game. So obviously we're doing this on a Wednesday this week. So it's tomorrow is uh, the start of week eight Thursday night uh, in Minnesota. It's the uh, Vikings and the Redskins. This is one. This is the first of four double-digit spreads. Minnesota's a minus 16-and-a-half favorite. What are you thinking? Uh, I know no Adam Thielen. I assume Case Keenum's starting a quarterback again. I haven't heard otherwise. Uh, Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> That's Easy. my analysis on the game. <laughs> Even without Thielen. Yeah. I mean, the Redskins just... They're showing nothing offensively. I know that the rain was crazy, but even the game before that, only able to put up 17 points on the Dolphins' defense. Um, you know, uh, you know, and we didn't even talk about 
Uh, well, Jay Gruden actually already. Jay, Jay Gruden's been out, so yeah. we don't even need to talk about that. But I got that one right on my yes. article. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Patriots oh, you, killed another coach. Did you say that? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, bet Jay Gruden to get fired. Yeah. Which So, so yeah, that was... That's, should, that's a sad I'd love to know. How many coaches has careers has Bill Belichick ended? In, some, in one yeah. way or another. Probably I mean, a you lot could, in the AFC you, East alone. <laughs> I mean, you could even make an argument he ruined Dan's Quinn, Dan Quinn's career by, <laughs> by beating them in that Super Bowl because um, they haven't been able to get over it. But, yeah. Um, the Redskins don't show me anything. I think, yeah, no, don't no, bet no. against them. The way Minnesota's playing offensively, I, I think that even with Thielen out, I think they, they spread the ball around and they, they're starting Earth to— Smith might be a good pickup. Yeah, and they're starting to kind of— do their do their typical thing and with Dalvin Kirk Cousins. Gonna, oh. Yeah, with the <laughs> yeah with the play action, which is right up Kirk Cousins' alley. Uh, I think they're going to be able to do whatever they want in this game. So, um, not much else to say about that. Um, let's get to the one o'clock Sunday games here. Chicago's host to the uh, L.A. Chargers. Uh, Chicago's minus four in this one. This is a tough one for me. Me as well, because these are just two teams that. You don't know what you're going to get week to week from them. I I feel like I want to go Chargers here just for the fact that it seems like they always just lose by a field goal. <laughs> so you're getting so, extra points. So, so now they just so need yeah. to lose by a touchdown. Yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, I'm getting a little, little extra here. So uh, I think the Chargers could actually win this game because I haven't seen much from Chicago the last couple weeks. Um, I know that they put up... 26 points but the offense just you know looks out of whack right now and they got to figure something out i don't know if this is the week that they're going to figure it out um because the chargers are you know the Chargers have some talented guys and yeah if the chargers are going to lose this one i don't see it by being by more than a field goal i don't think chicago's blowing anybody out um and four is not a blowout number but you know i could see the chargers winning this game outright uh, essentially what do you think I'm leaning Chicago here for a couple factors. I think they're going to get back to running the ball, which uh, I don't know if someone needs to tell Matt Nagy that he's allowed to run the ball. Well, the problem is is that who is going Mm -hmm. to run the ball because they don't have Jordan Howard anymore. So you're looking at the rookie and Tariq Cohen, and and Cohen really hasn't. He's a third down back. He's or slot wide receiver. Yeah, which he's a change of pace back, but. I think Khalil Mack's going to take advantage of that Chargers offensive line, who's been bad. Yeah. Khalil Mack's been kind of... Uh, you haven't Quiet. really heard much about him um, this season. but And the Chargers are just a mess in that secondary. Ever since Derwin James's injury in the preseason, they've been a mess. Yeah, he was the guy that they were going to be relying mm-hmm. on to get people set and make sure mm-hmm. everyone knew you know, their responsibilities and... I mean, you can you can obviously tell that that's made a huge impact. You know, I just, I, you know, I, if it was minus two and a half, maybe I'd take Chicago, but I, minus four, I just don't see them really beating anybody by more than a couple points because of how they've been playing lately. So we'll see. Um, next, so I'm I'm on the Bears. You're on the Chargers. There. Yes. Yes. Um, Arizona, New Orleans, another double digit spread. New Orleans is minus ten and a half favorite. Um, at home this week, which has a lot to do with it, uh, I would imagine. Uh, Arizona's been a stingy team. What do you think? I'm thinking a backdoor cover here. You think so? For Arizona. I think they're going to lose this game. 
but they did get Patrick Peterson back last week, so now you at least have someone to match up with Michael Thomas. Maybe slow the Saints down a little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, the Saints are going to win this game. I don't think there's a question about that, but can the Cardinals do enough to get that backdoor cover late in the game? Which, Murray allows them to scramble out a little bit, run the... get that... pick up that extra first down that they need. Yeah. Um... So that's why I'm leaning Arizona. I wish it was, uh, you know, when it gets into the, the minus 10 and a half, minus 11 and a half, it's, it's kind of tough because you like that, like, you like that round, that round <laughs> number. But uh, I think I'm, I think I'm going to go New Orleans here. I don't know. I just, uh, you know, they went on the road and, and beat the Bears by 11. And now they're at home looking at their mm-hmm. offensive numbers at home. They're just a... Oh, they're such a better team at home. It's insane. And Arizona's defense, I mean, I know they played well against the Giants, but just being in that dome, you know, I, I just... It's I, it's loud. Murray's going to realize how loud that dome yeah, is. Yeah, rookie quarterback playing there. I mean, their defense on the road this year has given up over 400 yards. I... I, I don't really see them being able to slow down New Orleans, which has shown that they can beat you in multiple ways. Bridgewater can still throw, you know, he can beat you with his arm. They can beat you with the run. I'm not sure if Kamara's playing this week. I don't, do you know anything about that? No, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they sign him another week yeah, and if they're concerned, really concerned about the injury. Yeah, and I'm picking this with, with the idea that he's not going to play. So if he plays and you get it at 10 and a half, that's pretty good to me um you get a little <laughs> discount there if uh if he ends up playing um but yeah um i don't know just being at home with the rookie quarterback on the road in kyler murray i think it's going to be tough for him um next game here another weird matchup you have tennessee at home to uh the buccaneers tennessee's a minus two and a half favorite uh i'm kind of leaning tennessee here okay what do you think I guess we're seeing Tannehill again. I don't know how you can't yeah. play Tannehill. The Bucks are coming off a bye. But, I don't know. Jameis Winston just turns the ball over. Well, that's the thing, is that I I trust Tannehill more than Winston, and it's only two and a half spread. Yeah, I know. Um, it's only and these, these quarterbacks, he couldn't even get Mariota versus Winston. He couldn't even market that <laughs> Oh yeah, I know. Coming out, they were the same draft class, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, looking at Tennessee against the spread, that surprises me. What the head to head? Yeah. Or, yeah, head to head. You know, against the spread, Tennessee's five mm-hmm. one and one against the box, which they don't play each other that often, so it's kind of hard to go by that. But it's um, just interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I. The, I the spread of two and a half. I'll take. I'll take the, uh, the team that I think is better. That's going to be able to protect the ball a little bit more. And with Tannehill back there, I think more consistency to the offense, which you saw this week. And if they have to throw it, they can throw it with him. He found, you know, Corey Davis, who was just non-existent, finally gets involved in the offense. They have that that rookie AJ Brown. He looks like he might be a stud. Yeah, he's he's a big wide receiver. So they have they have pieces. Obviously, you have Derrick Henry, and I think uh, you know. Obviously, you look at the uh, like you said, they're coming off the bye, the Buccaneers, so they've had some more time to prepare. But I think I'm going to take Tampa Bay here. Okay. 
I'm taking Tampa Bay. So we've actually they, been uh, very different this going week. Going head to head this week on uh, on three out of the first four. Shaq, what's his name? Shaq Barrett. Shaq Barrett. Yeah. yeah. You think he's gonna? I think he's gonna own uh, Jake Locker, not Jake Locker, uh, Jack Conklin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Tyler Luwagon. The Tennessee offensive line is horrible. They've allowed the most sacks this year, and I just don't see it getting any better. Yeah, um, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes either way, but I just think Tennessee right now is. I'm telling you, I wouldn't bet this game at all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I'm not. uh, (laughs) I'm not putting any money on either of these teams. Um, So this next game here, no line for it yet. I think they're waiting on the Matt Ryan injury. A few of them have some spreads out, but they're kind of all over the place. Um, you have one has minus six and a half, one has minus three and a half. So I don't really know. Um, I'm going to say we're just going to both pick Seattle. It's Seattle versus Atlanta. I don't care where Atlanta's playing. Yeah, I think actually <laughs> Seattle playing in that stadium yeah, is actually, actually better. better for them uh, with with. You know, the I know the Bluebirds are gonna be out quick in Atlanta. Yeah, if it's if it's minus six and a half, I'm still comfortable taking Seattle. Um, I mean, if Matt Ryan's out and you get it at six and a half, that's fantastic. I don't even know if you'll find a line on a lot of places. I don't know why you would bring if 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 you're if it's in question. I don't know I don't know why you would bring him to play. Why even anyway. play him? Because they're not doing anything this year. Just let him get healthy, and if you want to bring him back in a couple weeks, that's fine. But it is kind of concerning that there's no sp- spread. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, we We're can both put on it, Seattle. We'll put it at minus 6.5 for now just to, to be on the safe side. Um, but either way, we're picking Seattle. If it's anything less than mm-hmm. that, it wouldn't matter. Um, but uh, next game here, a few uh, 1 o'clock games left. Buffalo and Philly, uh, Buffalo and Philly in Buffalo. Uh, right now, the Bills are the favorite at minus two, which I think is fair. Um, Philadelphia coming off of a, I think it's a, that it's a little impressive game. Yeah, I'm. I think both, I'm, both teams played an unimpressive game, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm going to lean Buffalo here. Um, I think with them playing, like, like we've talked about, I mean, their fans get crazy up there. I think they're going to be pumped up. And uh, in chance to go six and one. Yeah, they, they're they, over under yeah. in the beginning of the season with six and a half wins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, they've definitely been a surprise. Um, I mean, at, at home, uh, they're two and one against the spread, and Philly's on the Philly on the road is one and three. Um, and straight up, they're two and two and five. So, uh, yeah, I think. I think Buffalo is the safer play here, especially with the low the low number, uh, minus two. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm going to go Buffalo. I think they'll be able to take advantage of that weak Eagles secondary, and John Brown might have a huge game. Yeah, I think um, this might be one of the games where you see the Bills try to mix it up a little bit more because that secondary and the struggles that they've had. Um, I just want to take a look at the uh, – yeah, the Bills. The Bills' offense at home really is actually pretty impressive. They're just under 400 yards, and even with the uh, ageless Frank mm-hmm. Gore back there, they <laughs> they're able to run it. the ball. Um, and it helps when you have Josh Allen able to run at the quarterback position. But 
Philly on the road, they're giving up 350 pass yards a game, which is <laughs> that's just awful. So we might see a little bit uh, more of a balanced attack from from Buffalo um, in terms of their offense. So uh, we're both on Buffalo. Yes. Yep. Okay. So next one here. Giants go on the road into Detroit. Detroit's a, a touchdown favorite right now, minus seven. To be honest, I wouldn't even touch this game um, <laughs> because I just have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. What do you think? I'm leaning New York here. I'm going to take the plus seven. I'm going to take the points. Okay. Uh, I don't know if the Giants win this game, but Detroit's got so many injuries. No carry on Johnson this week. Probably no cornerbacks this week should be two backups they both left the game early last week yeah I uh, the, the thing with me is that I don't see them being I know J- carry on Johnson's out right uh, oh Detroit's gonna Stafford's gonna have his way with this yeah Giants which secondary. is that's that's the thing is that I don't know if the Giants are gonna be able to keep <laughs> up with Detroit um, and if you got Devon Kennard has like two sacks oh, against yeah. the Giants I'm gonna that's the I'm other thing. Go you hear about him every week because he's like all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, uh, a good pass rusher, and the Giants just yeah. let him walk. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the Giants are going to be able to keep pace. Uh, is Sterling Shepard coming back? I haven't heard anything. Uh, yet. I haven't heard anything. Um, obviously, Barkley. You know, they gave him a limited practice today. He was a little sore. Shepard or Barkley? Barkley. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Just let him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. I wouldn't even have him practice, <laughs> to be honest. But um, yeah, that's the thing that scares me is this uh, Detroit offense just kind of having their way and touchdown. You know, the only thing I could see here is maybe a backdoor cover, but with the Giants, I don't even want to <laughs> say that because you don't know how they're going to manage the end of the game, like. You don't know what they're doing. They got, the, they they might have the ball, you know, before halftime with two and a half minutes left, and they're freaking running the clock. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna go Detroit here. Give me a touchdown with Detroit. Um, this is kind of a must-win game for them. Yeah, they have to win this game to keep pace. And so, uh, you know, I think they're gonna save North is a good division. Yeah, I think the Giants are kind of, you know, I know it's you're not even halfway through, but I think they're pretty much done. Uh, so. Uh, you know, I'll take I'll take Detroit here in a must win to keep pace. Um, next one here, Jets on the road in Jacksonville. Jacksonville's a minus six right now. Uh, again, another game. I'm just not. You know, I'm not this sure. This is a tough game. The Jets just look so bad. I mean, Jacksonville's not a world beater, <laughs> but they're almost a touchdown favorite at home. Um, I don't know. It's hard to look at the numbers for the Jets because of how the first five weeks went, and they were just had nothing. I don't think you can really even no, look you, at them. You no, just you can't. throw them out, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be another situation where, you know, similar to the Giants, where the Jets just realize that they're done, and uh, you know, I'm minus six for the Jags is is kind of a lot. That's that's, that's what I'm struggling thing. with right now. I think the Jags are going to win, but. With the minus six, I'm not... You're not confident in it? I'm not really confident in it, but I'm going to go with it anyway because you I know think... You C.J. Mosley for the Jets. I think he's already been ruled out. Yeah, and he's they're been out for investig- the last couple weeks. So. No, he actually played last week, oh, and they're going to investigate. They think he has more than a groin injury. Yeah, I mean, at this point, he's been... You know, I... I, 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 I 
he's just been I didn't even know he played last week <laughs> uh, but yeah I think Jacksonville just got has the better team even you know they don't have Ramsey now but it seems like they almost use that as like you know now there's no distractions we can move on from this um, so I'm I'm not confident in it but I'm gonna go with Jacksonville to cover minus six I think their defense is gonna be able to hold the Jets offense down I'm gonna take the points here and take the Jets okay I I don't know why I can't give you a good reason (laughs) if I'm being honest with you I'd be worried about Josh Allen as a defensive end destroying yeah Sam Darnold I mean the if they put him on the the right side over Mm -hmm. the left tackle that rookie left tackle for the Jets <laughs> just looked like he had no clue. <laughs> Penalties, sat, like, like I'm sitting there watching the game, and and I'm like, uh, you know, what's going on <laughs> with this guy? Because he, you know, I, if if you're not like like I, like I mentioned, I coach football, so I look at this stuff, and and some of the stuff he was doing is like stuff that I have to tell <laughs> like our tenth graders, you know, not to not to do. Um, so that was kind of concerning, but um, yeah. Uh, I can't give you a good reason why I'm taking the Jets, but I just got a feeling. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't touch the game. I mean, though. sometimes that's <laughs> real. You, know, you got to throw some, especially with yeah. the Jets. You have to throw the stats out the window right now because you just don't mm-hmm. know. But we're picking every game, so I don't. You wouldn't put money on this. No. So that you know, we're just picking every game here. But um, next game, double digit spread, L.A. Rams. Hosting the Bengals minus thirteen and a half right now. Uh, I think I'm gonna jump on the the uh, the Rams here. Yeah, as am I. I mean, the only thing that would concern me is the Sean McVay feel bad for Zach Taylor. Not give yeah. him a win, but let him keep it close. So, <laughs> I mean, I even if he did that, I don't know how. I, the Bengals offensive line. I just see Aaron Donald's probably sitting there like. Oh my god! This is—I could have four or five sacks this game. You know, I can become the defensive MVP in this game. Yeah, literally sealed the deal. And team. now with Ramsey out there, I mean, I don't know how the Bengals are going to be able to move the ball. They're on. They're—they're <laughs> they're running back right. I mean, Mixon really hasn't done much. He's averaging like seventy yards a game or something. Yeah, and and the offensive line is to blame for that, but. The offensive line is so bad on Cincinnati. And their defense isn't going to be able to stop <laughs> anything that the Rams want to do. So, no, I it's could, definitely the Rams. Yeah, I could just. I, this is going to be one of those games where if it's not, I'd be very surprised, <laughs> and then I'm just going to quit. Like, uh, if this game ends up being close in some way, um, I don't know what I'm going to do. But, um, yeah, nothing much else to say about that. We're both on the Rams, yeah. minus 13 and a half. Um, last 1 o'clock game here, Indianapolis hosts the Broncos. Minus six and a half. Minus six is what we're looking at for uh, Indianapolis. Um, you gonna jump on the Indy bandwagon? I don't know. There's plenty of room. I yeah. I guess I. I mean, the the win against Houston was pretty impressive. Um, and their defense seems like it's healthy. Yeah, they got Darius Leonard back last week, and that yeah. was a huge boost. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think Denver struggled at home against a Chiefs defense that really wasn't very good. Uh, so I, I, I think I'm going to have to go. With, are you going Indy? No, I'm always going Indy. So Indiana. I'm going to have to go with you here. I uh, picked Indy every week. Yeah, I think 
Brissett, you know, he just continues to impress. Um, when they need him to throw the ball, he throws it, and they, you know they do have a solid running attack. It hasn't gotten on track as much as we would have thought. No, um, Marlon Mack's been very quiet this year. Yeah, and but their their offensive line is just, you know, they're still one of the best in the game. I mean, Denver just traded away Emmanuel Sanders, so yep, they're, they're not did. going anywhere. Yeah, we didn't mention that. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's just one more mm-hmm. weapon lost. And I think that uh, minus six and a half is a pretty good number to get it at, honestly. Um, touchdown touchdown favorite pretty much for Indy. Um, now we'll go to the four o'clock games. San Fran is a minus six favorite at home against Carolina. Again, I think I'm going with the uh, the home team here. Minus six for San Fran. I don't, Carolina's been impressive, but... Could this be think, Kyle Allen's first loss? Yeah, I mean, it's going to happen at some point. And if it's going to happen, it's going to happen here because San Fran's defense is just... That D-line. Yeah. I think they dressed eight defensive linemen last they game. Just keep, they just cycle them <laughs> in. It's like it's just never-ending cycle of first-round D-line picks. Uh, they have five first-round picks on that D-line. So I'm not surprised that their coach is just out of his mind on the sideline every game because he's got all these guys that can just play. And uh, it's a great great situation to have. Are you on San Fran? Yeah, I'm on well? San Fran. Yeah. Um, you've been, you've, they've been kind of like your second indie. Yeah, um, I I've been yeah. on two teams rolling with Indy and San Fran. Yeah, all year. Yeah, eventually the Kyle, you know, Kyle Allen's been a great story. Um, I, you know, if they're gonna if they're gonna lose a game, it's gonna be here because San Fran's defense is just legit. Um, I mean, this is gonna be San Fran's biggest test with Christian McCaffrey, who's just been yeah dominating the league. Everyone yeah. except Tampa. Um, yeah, I mean. Against the spread at home, they're one and one, um, but overall four and two. I just think that, uh, you know, for all the mm-hmm. reasons that we said, San Fran is the the pick here, and it's not that big of a number. I mean, minus six. <laughs> no, that, that's sad, isn't it? That minus yeah. six isn't that You're big of at, a number anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at some of these, and I'm like, yeah, you know, that minus six looks pretty good because <laughs> all the other ones are freaking minus thirteen and a half. Um, but yeah, give me uh, San Fran. We're both on them minus six. A um, couple more four o'clock games here. Houston is at home this week against the uh, Raiders. They're they're another touchdown favorite. So, I mean, the touchdown favorite is the new two three and a half points, three honestly. point uh, <laughs> spread because there's only what one. There's only two spreads that are under minus four. <laughs> um, so that just shows you that there's not too many, you know, no. close close matchups here. But again, you never know what's going to happen week to week. Um, minus seven here for Houston Raiders. Uh, you know, every I, I've picked them a couple times this year and they burned me. So I think I'm just going to have to go Houston here, coming off a loss, knowing that they that they're going to need a win. Um, yeah, I, I kind of have to go Houston here. I would say Oakland's biggest struggle is they haven't gotten a pass rush. So that seems to be the only way to slow down Houston. If yeah. Watson has time. So I'm going to take Houston as well. I mean, the Will Fuller injury is obviously going to be a blow to them, but... They do have Kenny Stills. And he had a great game last week. He's obviously very mm-hmm. capable. Um, 
you know, going into that Green Bay game for the Raiders, they they had won two in a row, but you know, I like honestly you said, the, the big thing is the pass rush. Josh Jacobs is rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. I'm yeah. gonna start looking into that bet. Yeah, no, I think you could. Uh, I think you could definitely make that case. He's been he's looked he's looked fantastic, um, but yeah, I mean the. Uh, I, Houston's just a more talented team, and this is a game they need to win. Exactly, and I think just on both sides of the ball, they're better. Um, so, so the touchdown at home to me is uh, is pretty fair, and I think you're looking at you're looking at it as uh, you know Indianapolis is is most likely going to win their game. They have to win it. They they got to win it. So, um, are you on? You're on. Yeah, Houston I'm on Houston as well. As well. So last four o'clock game here before we get to the prime times, um, New England at home against Cleveland. They're minus thirteen and a half. I don't know how you can go against the Patriots. I mean, I know, but I was actually on, I was on the Jets last week, and I thought they were going to make it a close game, but then uh, they put two ghosts out on the, out on the field. <laughs> how, do I see Mayfield being any different? Another quarter, another young quarterback against Bill Belichick. I. To me, it's just, I mean, with the way Mayfield has looked and now he's going into New England against this team. That's the thing, going into New England. Yeah. If this game was at home, I think I'd take Cleveland, but going to New England. Yeah. Again, it's a huge spread. But, I mean, let's take a look at their, I think against the spread this year, they're, they're, uh, they're 5-2 and two, New England is against the spread. Um, two and one at home. I think that that one was that the that Jets. pick six. Yeah. You know the two defensive touchdowns that they gave up to the Jets. So, you know, really they should be three and zero oh at home against the spread. I just think that that they're gonna there's gonna be some home cooking. Um, I, I want to look at the uh, the home defense for New England is barely giving up two hundred <laughs> yards of offense. So. You know, I just don't see how you can pick against the Patriots with all the struggles the Browns have had. I know they have an explosive offense, but the problem for me is their is the defense. Um, they're not. I don't think they're going to yeah. be able to stop this team. And they just got Sanu, so they've got some reinforcements. You know. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna take New England. I think it's just the only way Cleveland keeps it close is if they pound the ball with Chubb all game. Yeah, and that... That leads to frustration from OBJ, though. Yeah, no, I would like to think that, you know, that's an, that's the obvious game plan because they've, they've, they, run, they've the run the ball well, but you've seen them run the ball well, and, and then they immediately go back it. to having Mayfield chuck it around, and that's where they run into problems. And that's what that's what I think is, like, the Freddie Kitchens coached Mayfield last year, right? So I think he's got this this idea in his head that he's got to get them going with the pass game and it's like maybe that's not the answer you know Mayfield is he was a running backs coach so don't you think you want to run the ball <laughs> yeah uh, yeah well that's true um, <laughs> you would think but you know maybe he's starting to feel that pressure of hey I gotta I gotta keep everybody happy there's a lot of mouths to feed you know yeah we're running the ball well but let's use it. and then Mayfield doesn't make the throws and it's like alright well now it backfired because everyone's on you for making the switch, for making the change in the game plan. I don't know. Um, 
I just I trust mm-hmm. New England. I trust Belichick over Freddie Kitchens. Mm-hmm. You know, by, oh, I can't even freaking <laughs> tell you how far, but um, you know, even with this spread, I think you just have to go New England here. Uh, I made that mistake last week, and I paid dearly <laughs> for it. So, uh, primetime game here, Monday night, Kansas City hosts Green Bay. This game looked so much better last week. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, obviously the NFL is not too happy that Mahomes is out because this yeah. is going to be the game of the oh yeah, this game, game of the season so possibly hyped up. Um, but Green Bay is actually the favorite, which you got to mm-hmm. think it you know would be the case with Mahomes out. Um, but minus four and a half is the number here for Green Bay. Uh, you know, I kind of you kind of have to go Green, Green Bay. Bay. I don't Mahomes. know how you can. Um, Green Bay's offense is just looking like it's clicking been, on all. Yeah, they've all been rejuvenated cylinders. a little bit. Um, and that defense isn't bad. And yeah, they yeah, especially they, that defense against Matt Moore is going to look. Green Bay's road offense. I'm look, we're looking at the numbers here. It leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah, it's. I was kind of. I just had to take. You know, do a double take on that, because um, that just doesn't look very good. But on the other side of the coin, Kansas City's defense at home has given up almost 200 yards rushing a game. Uh, <laughs> so you know this you could, could be see Aaron Jones, Jamal, Jamal yeah, just getting carries, just doing their thing. Um, Looks like it's gonna be cold too. Yeah, uh, it's going to be almost uh, to the freezing point, which just lends to being able to run the ball a little bit. But, um, yeah, I mean, on the road this year, Green Bay is 2-0 against the spread. So um, they've played well on the road. And, I mean... Yeah, it's, it's Green Bay. You yeah. can't pick a backup quarterback against Aaron Rodgers. No, and the minus 4.5, I think, is uh, is pretty good. I think you would bet that game early. Yeah, for how this game is, has shaped up over the past, uh, you know, with what happened to Mahomes. I think minus four and a half is a pretty good number. Obviously, Kansas City has some weapons. It's just a matter of if they're going to be able to get them the ball. Um, so so we'll, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, like you said, this, w- this was going to be possibly the game of the year uh, until Mahomes went down. So I, I think this next game here is the game of the year. This is the best game. It's Monday Night Football. You get the best announcing team for the best game of the week. Yeah. You want to read it off to I'm the folks? I'm very excited for this one, honestly. Um, it's uh, Miami at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's <laughs> actually a minus 14 favorite, which... How can Pittsburgh be a minus 14 favorite? Uh, only against Miami. Um, I might actually have to go Miami. I think I'm going Miami. Fitzpatrick has not looked terrible, and Miami's actually been pretty... They've been in some games the last couple weeks. You know, I understand with the Bills, the minus seven, because the Bills have looked really good, their defense, you know, but the Bills kind of, you know, they obviously weren't fully invested in this game. To have almost the same number for a team that is just not very good... uh, Yeah. (laughs) I don't really know how that works, but... Um, yeah, I'll take I'll take Miami here, um, plus fourteen. Fitzpatrick, I think, is going to do enough to. It's not, it's it, a four string quarterback you're getting. Yeah. Against. And I don't even know De- Devlin Hodges is his name. Is yeah. His name. And I would take Fitzpatrick over him. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, obviously, you know, and the thing about Pittsburgh is that, you know, 
they have Connor back there, and he had a good year last year, and he's had a pretty good year this year. They don't run the ball. No. Like, they, they don't run the ball at home. They're averaging 75 rushing yards a game, which is probably towards the bottom of the league, I would imagine. I would, you know, probably in the top th- or the bottom three. Um, yeah, there you go. Um, so, actually, 26. 26. Yeah, so that's the bottom half of the league. Yeah. So, you know, I think that this game, to me, is actually almost evenly matched. So, to have a plus 14. To get 14 or, or, points. To get 14 <laughs> points. Yeah, just, I'll, I'll take Pittsburgh that. Pittsburgh probably wins the game, but actually, I don't even know. This might be, this is Miami's chance, basically. This is the. This is. They had the Redskins. They blew the Redskins game. Yeah, yeah. They played with the Bills. Yeah, I think this is their. This is their opportunity. This could be one of their last chances. Just tell. I mean, you could tell Fitzpatrick has added a little life into the offense. Yeah. Um, And even for a team that's on, you don't feel like. You know, they've actually gotten more competitive as they've gotten worse. Like (laughs) as their record has gotten worse because they put Fitzpatrick in there, Um, and I think that. I don't know. Just looking at the guy, like it just seems like people enjoy playing with him. So you don't really see. Yeah, you, you don't mean, see the typical like, oh, we're just going through the motions. Like he brings excitement. He's excited the to be know out there. That he'll chuck the ball. Yeah, even if they're covered, it'll give him a chance to go make a play. Yeah, and he's running around. He's you know hooping and hollering and all that, and which you wouldn't normally see on a team that's zero and six <laughs> getting their brains beat in every game, but. You know, it's kind of cool to see that, um, just as a football fan. But, yeah, yeah, 14, I mean, uh, I'll take that. Um, so we're both on uh, Miami plus 14 for that one. So let's get our locks before we get out of here. Um, let's bring back up the spreads here. I'm assuming that I'm going to go first until I beat you in a week. Yes. So You went 1-2 and two last week. I went 2-1. and one. And I'm assuming I lost the lock as well. Uh, the head-to-head, yep. Head to head, which was that? Which game was you that? You picked the Jets. Oh, was it no, that one? Fantastic. <laughs> um, all right, so my first lock here, I think, is going to. It's uh, there's so many. Uh, just looking at it, I mean, come on, NFL, you got to get it together. These spreads are just crazy. Um, oh, my, you know, <laughs> this is tough, man. All right, so I think I'm going to go um, for my first one. I'm going to go the Rams to cover against Cincinnati it's minus 13 and a half like I said if this game is closer than that I I, I don't know anymore <laughs> I just don't know um that's all I really have to say about that uh, I'm gonna go Indy I'm gonna ride my Indy train okay um for the second one I'm gonna steal your Niners here I'm gonna go minus six for the Niners against Carolina that defense is just you know I think they're they're definitely six points better than Carolina, even though the Carolina's played well of late. I think this will be the game that Kyle Allen's <laughs> going to struggle uh, for the most part. I think I'm going to take Green Bay as my second lock, minus four and a half. Okay. I mean, I'm getting Aaron Rodgers against a backup quarterback. How can I? Yeah, you can't really. Uh, and a defense <laughs> that really isn't anything to ride home about. Yeah, they beat the. They look well against the Broncos. Yeah. Um, all right, so we'll do our head-to-head. We started off our picks where we were actually kind of mm-hmm. conflicted on it, and then the last ha- the <laughs> last half, basically, we were in agreement. So um, 
Let's go. Uh, let's go with the Giants here. Let's go with the Giants game. Okay. Um, since we, we we'll uh, we'll be watching that one. So I'll be on the Giants. You'll be on Detroit. Yeah, which I don't like picking against the Giants here. But at this point, I mean, I don't. I I can't trust anything they do. So <laughs> nice. it's been like that for a couple years. But let's. Uh, you know, I'll give a back? quick recap. Max, you're on the Rams at minus thirteen and a half. San Fran minus six, and Detroit minus seven. Well, I'm on Indy minus six and a half, Green Bay minus four and a half, and the Giants at plus seven. All right, so obviously you've been on Indy all year. If you're listening to this, I think I picked I them think, every week, and they're four and two against the spread. I think so. Yes, four and two. So if they um, didn't put that dud up to Oakland, yeah, no, that's true. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, those are our picks for week eight, and uh, so make sure to uh, to let us know what you think. Uh, about these locks um obviously we you know we've been getting a little bit more consistent uh especially well i mean you've been you've been good all year i've been uh better of <laughs> late but overall still not very good so uh we'll continue to try to trend in the right direction but uh, so that's our week eight picks a little halloween fun with our coaches on the hot seat let you know let us know what you think about that and like us on Twitter at Square the Sharp. Yeah, we like to put out some, you know, we've been putting out some polls and things like that. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And, you know, participation is great just to, for us to, to get an idea of how you guys feel about things. So, um, yeah, at Square the Sharp for Twitter. Uh, check us out um, on our, our page. Uh, if you go to the Link Sports site, we have our own page. We have our page which there. Is, we're going to link it to our Twitter. Yeah, we'll link it to Twitter, and, and it has both avenues up there, Podbean and iTunes. Obviously, iTunes is easy. Every iPhone has the app already installed. You just search for us, uh, Squaring Up the Sharp, and it'll bring a, it'll bring you right to our to our page there. So um, like and review us on that as well. If you use Podbean, do the same. Uh, any feedback is appreciated, so just let us know. And uh, we look forward to week nine. Uh, again, Twitter. Link Sports, lynqsports.com. Everything's free. No reason not to check it out. Uh, Austin and I have articles up there as well. Uh, and we cover it. And every, every NFL game is covered on there. So definitely make sure to check it out. And, uh, and visit them on Twitter. Let them know what you think on there as well. So we look forward to week nine. We'll see you next week. And here's to squaring up the sharp.